0: Just a menace, just a menace. Menace of sobriety. Just a menace, just a menace. Just a menace. Menace of sobriety. Just a menace, just just a menace. Hello and welcome back to Menace to Sobriety, your boy's brand new podcast. Keeping the geezer sober. Uh, and my name is Daniel O'Reilly. If you don't know, I'm an actor, comedian, producer, also known as Dapperlass, also known as a fridge freezer, lemon squeezer, Ebenezer, Do you please a Mastercard, Visa? That's a proper geezer. Um, recently diagnosed with ADHD. Um, And trying to understand my mental health and my mind and stuff like that and battling uh, my own addictions. 50 days sober today, um, which is a big one for me. I don't know what that will be when you're watching this podcast, because hopefully by then it would have had millions and millions of downloads, been out for years. So I very well maybe 100,000 days or fucking straight back on the sesh. You never know. But... (laughs) But I've got a platform called Men and Their Emotions uh, where men can talk about their emotions uh, anonymously and you can post in it, go and join it on Facebook. And through that group, I learned how many men are going through um, problems with their mental health and uh, also suffering with addiction, uh, problems, drugs, drink, alcohol and how, how, it affects, how it affects them. And it inspired me to make this podcast. I want to make it fun and I want to bring a mix of people on. And one of those people that are on is my good friend and the UK's number one unconscious mind therapist, Robert Heisey. How you doing, How mate? How
1: you doing, Dan? Thank you for having me, my friend. Love as that. Usual. Love that, man. are oh,
0: yeah. Oh, good. So before good. we start, so me and Robert pals, um, but we met. We've done a podcast before. I've been on your podcast before, yeah. yeah you and have. you've been on my last one before. But very important person in my life, Rob is, and and to a lot of people around me. He, I first met him when I was training for my fight with um, Harvey Harvey from So Solid. Not the other Harvey. Uh, there's a couple of famous ones out there. I wouldn't want you to think I was fighting the wrong one. That'd be out of order. Uh, probably would have won that one though. You never know. But um, <laughs> maybe edit that bit. But um, listen, yeah. So Robert was helping me with my mindset. He's he's a brilliant, um, brilliant. He has brilliant knowledge of how to get your mindset right and how to how to. Put the right thoughts in your mind, and how powerful your thoughts can be. And he really did change my mindset for the fight. And he's he gave me a lot of a lot of stuff in my mind to to help me move forward in life. Um, and from there, we became friends, and now friends with my friends, and now part yeah, of our part family. Of we call it like everything we do together. We're always involved. You've got a new mental health business, which you can talk about in yeah. a minute. Starting with my good pal Lee, um, our gypsy friend, mm. good lad. Um, but before we get into all that, Rob, tell the audience what you do, what you specialize in.
1: Um, unconscious mind therapy. I've worked in, um, with the mind for many years and I've studied all different types of hypnotherapy, NLP, and all sorts of unconscious mind therapies. And I've amalgamated it all to my own unique style. So, you know, by trial and error and working through it for years, you learn shorter ways, learn how to model the mind, yep. <clears throat> which is one of the best things you learn in NLP that not a lot of people use. They just use the techniques that are used. But if, you, if in the masters, you learn modeling, which is basically what Anthony Robbins done. Tony Robbins, the biggest life coach in the world, if you look what he'd done, he basically does not to model the mind, then he goes and models greatness and discovers what they all do the same. You know, So you take 10 people with a phobia, one might have had a phobia for one year, for, one might have had it for five, for 20 or 30, but what did they all do the same unconsciously? What was the process that they run? Instead of the, instead of the, um, the content like psychotherapy, we look at the processes and the processes are the same in everyone's mind. So. Um, From there, that's why I've developed UMT, Unconscious Mind Therapy. And the reason why I call it Unconscious Mind Therapy is because... The human mind can only think how you feel. There's never been a human being in two million years while experiencing emotion. A sadness can make it happy thoughts. If you feel sad, you make sad thoughts. If you feel anxious, you make anxious thoughts, feel confident. You can't think greater than the emotions of how you feel. So it doesn't matter what therapy you're using, if you're having to use your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, or just using straight to your unconscious mind, what has to change for change is the unconscious mind. Yeah. the way you have the emotional connection, the emotional charge to something. So it's like
0: you're training your unconscious mind. Yes.
1: Wow. I find the emotion of the body. So I'll take away emotion. So I don't really care when I've got someone with anxiety. I don't really care about anxiety. I care about what causes the anxiety, what's causing it. So what psychotherapists do is they deal with the, the content of it. So they look at right. anxiety. But anxiety to me is like, if I cut my hand now and blood started dripping and the blood's representing anxiety, why do you keep wiping the fucking blood up? Yeah, it's going to come back again. You might heal, but then you only got to move your hand a little bit, and it'll bleed again. So, yeah. anxiety is—you know—you want to go to the to the cut, stitch the cut up, then yeah. you might have no fucking more blood. So,
0: I think one of the uh, just on anxiety, one of the things that someone once said to me, and I think um, you'll definitely be able to relate to this, and you must you must talk about this sort of stuff as well, is that uh, someone once said to me that depression can be your mind dwelling on and living in the past and, and, and anxiety can be your mind living in the future. I
1: that you just said this. It's not true, right? This right. is like a therapist, right? I hear this bullshit all the time, especially for like, an <laughs> like Arlie Street therapist. I get a lot of celebrities or whatever, and they go Arley Street and I go, Sally bollocks. let me t- explain to you why. I'll tell you exactly what the process is, which is my speciality. If your thoughts go from here and now to the past, here and now to the past, here and now to the past, that is depression. Yeah. yeah. When you take a bad past experience that you've learned, And then you create that as a vision or a thought into the future. Mm. So it is sort of true.
0: So, like, if you've been cheated on, and then you're like, I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get cheated on again. Yeah.
1: Or if you've been stabbed on the bus, next time you see a bus, you'll have a panic attack, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah? Um, if you see one of your members die of cancer, you might think it's you or your kids might be ill. So yeah. you start getting health anxiety. So taking bad past experience that you've learned as something you've actually got to experience, you could watch, you could learn, you could mm. read, you could even imagine. Yeah. A lot of my phobias, phobias are in the anxiety family. People imagine themselves dying on a plane while they're in turbulence. Yeah. And they imagine their kids at their own funeral and shit like that. And now they're scared of flying. So they're taking this bad past experience that they had in their mind. Front to the future. So depression is when your thoughts go from here and now to the past, here and now to the past. Anxiety is taking a bad past experience and throwing it into the future. Wow, okay, yeah. Yeah. Now, what you just said, future thought, this is where fucking this is is why this is such a bad thing to tell people. When you're in the here and now and your thoughts go from here and now to the future, that's where magic happens. That's manifesting, that's that's living yeah. life, that's your dreams, it's love, motivation, desire. Yeah. Like when you meet your, your missus and you go looking for Friday, you're in the here and now, yeah. visualizing what shirt you're gonna wear, what you're gonna take out, and you look forward yeah. to something, you know? Yeah. Your goals that you have done, you know, buying a new home. You're visualising the house, what it's gonna be mm. like when you're moving, blah blah blah. So I've got,
0: yeah, I've got to say that there's one thing that you always say. I hear you say it a lot, and it really sticks in my mind. And I've used it a couple of times on captions on my Instagram. I mean, I've t- I took the piss out of it um, when I was doing the bowling. Yeah, all I love that, it. Yeah, all yeah that yeah. shit, brilliant. But um, yeah, you I always say really really that every like that <laughs> everything's created twice. Yeah, everything gets made twice. Yeah, yeah, once in your mind. And then uh, uh, so. yeah, and and I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I I truly I honestly truly believe. I mean, you have to work at things, but I. truly Truly believe, and I look back on everything that I've done in my life and it is all an idea. Yeah, You know, like the, even this podcast, when I started my journey on sobriety again, uh, I was like, look, I've got to live it. I've got to talk about it. I've got to work on it every fucking day because I love, or I did love, I still do love getting on it, having a session, drinking and stuff like that. So I have to practice what I preach. I have to talk about it. What can I do? And I'm visualising, I was visualising this podcast you know and coming up with the name and visualising it sitting here with you and doing it and now while I'm doing this I'm visualising you know maybe I'd like to write a book and what the book would be yeah. called and all of that stuff you know on experiences Amazing, yeah. and I know full well these things will come Definitely. true they will happen 100% because yeah. everything like the film that you went and watched uh, everything I think I remember
1: of, seeing the, yeah seeing you do the you done the play yeah at, um, it was about 50 people there maximum yeah yeah about 50 it's people an and then you've turned it into a movie That's yeah yeah
0: works. and that was just sitting and so thinking the, about And
1: I always say that I think the, um, the listeners I would like is that if you look around the room you're in now, if you see if you can find me anything that never started as a thought with one exception, except for what comes from nature and the earth in its original form, except for the trees, plants, cats, dogs, wind, rain, sand, snow, except for the elements of the earth, see if you can find me anything that never started as a thought. And I'm going to cut it short because we, we're, we're rocking it on here. But, you know, everything started as a thought. You know, there's not a cup tree. There's not a clove tree. There's not a fucking window tree. No, You know, there's not a door tree. I mean, a door comes from a tree, but
0: the the oh, idea of a a door. You have to cut yeah, the, the of tree idea. Down door. Yeah, the idea make Yeah. And so
1: everything gets made twice. Yeah. So if you look at the inside and outside of every building in London, yeah. except for what comes from nature and the earth, its original form, everything was from the beginning of mankind until today was a yeah.
0: vision inside of a human yeah. brain.
1: Yeah. So I think it's getting made twice if you like it or not, good
0: or yeah. bad. I hundred I, percent I believe in it. I believe I believe in that one hundred percent now. Just to go on to sobriety, my for me, um when when I drink, because I've done six months before. And then I, I remember. I, yeah, come back. Work. Yeah, I was great. When I drink, I don't I don't work on any and it's mad now that I look back, I read my old diaries and stuff like that, and I see gaps where they stop, where, they, where I stop writing on them. I don't work in I don't work on my well being. I don't work on my mental health. I don't work on my physical health. I don't work on visualising. I don't work on any of that stuff when I'm drinking. Because suddenly the party's starting and and I don't realise, I never I've only just realized this now, that I get what i've got to get done i used to get the work done i used to be stressed about getting the work done doing the shit i had to do with my kids and oh that was hassle doing that and yeah, that was hassle. Yeah. doing that in between drinking sessions and i would be like i'm going into town today and i'm having a meeting so i'm gonna have a cut of drinks i deserve it and then i'm hung over and then i've got to get everything else done now sober all my spare time is spent on working on myself which i think is so valuable um having said that why did you decide to go sober
1: <coughs> well, this is going to be a... Because you generally this, work this,
0: on yourself anyway, don't you? Uh,
1: this is going to be a, a different one than what you're going to be used to know, probably than most. I'll tell you why. I will not plan on going sober. So I ain't going to sit here and say I was looking at going sober. I've done it before in the past, and, I've, and I struggled in the past. I used to, you know, go out and have a six-month six off or eight weeks off, and then, like, you know, as soon as I have one drink, that was it. I was. I love a drink, yeah? Yeah. And I always used to say, I don't give a fuck if I die young, as long as I'm having a good time. Like, that's the mm. way I have a... It's just working class area. Well, the only fun we had on Council estate was going to the club on a Friday with your old man or to the mm. pub. That was it. So, you know, yeah. I never, I didn't have a thing about drinking really. And what's happened is, I started visualizing a lot lately about um, wealth for a change. Yeah. Mm. So I started visualizing my app I've got coming out. Yeah. Um, I'm working on that re- a lot, and I know like you know that's going to make me millions. And then, so as I was visualizing this, it took. It, it's normal it normally takes 28 to 30 days for the reticular activating system to kick in. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll explain that later and it make more sense. But it takes 28 days for the average person to 30 days for it to kick in through visualizing. I was visual mind. I've got ADHD. I've noticed it takes me about six weeks because I can feel After that six weeks, I feel like an energy shift in my body. It's like the belief becomes real. Yeah. And on that weekend, I went to I went out to the Surrey Fashion Week, end, yeah i think amps. you invited me they to fight yeah you yeah. could make i think he was landing i think he was my back from yeah. so i got i got absolutely lagging right ended up getting in at seven in the morning which i don't know if to do anymore i'm 45 i'm gonna get that sort of silly time but i ended up getting back to me mum's um, ass lagging drunk at seven in the morning when she got up i went up i got in the spare room laid there all day and <clears throat> i've been a lot of studies as i, as I say i'm model of mine so i've noticed in a lot of studies you don't see billionaires that drink Name one. You don't know, see no said billionaires, do you? No. no and fucking drink at all. No. And multi-millionaires. You know, it's, it's, the less they drink, the more sick they ain't got. They're too successful in enjoying what they're doing. And I've been looking at studies of that, and I think with my reticular activating system, it's worked it out for me. And I got up this morning, and all I said to myself was lying in bed, hanging. See a few posts on. Um, I think I see Tanner. It was his fifteenth year. It was the first by a coincidence. It was only coincidence. It was the first of October. Um, it was 10, 15 or 16 years sobriety. Then I see someone else talking about sobriety. And oh, do- oh, my, my life's so good. And then my voice in my head just went, I'm clean. They weren't like, I'm not stopping drinking. just went, like, I'm clean. Wow. And that's all I said to myself. I've never used the word, I'm an alcoholic. I've never used the word, I'm going to stop drinking. I just went, I'm clean, right? And, wow. and And that word felt different to me. It felt, it's like it it happened. felt positive, yeah. yeah. And it was like a sort of alpha mind moment where poof, some energy released and I swear my kid's life I've not had one craving for a drink. I've not tried to stop drinking so I like to sit here and say I'm struggling it's hard and do the stories. I'm not. Yep. I've not struggled I've not wanted a drink. My mates yeah. waved it under little Chazza go have some of that i had waved it under me fucking nose within two minutes of not Sticking, drinking. Fucking <laughs> <and then. laughs> Chazza And I'm going like a like, bit of glass so and I said mate I'm not drinking. That was only a couple of days probably a day or mm. two after um, and I've had no craving and since then, I've been at, you yeah. know, dancing on tables. I play the guitar. You mm. know, jumping up, singing, and I've noticed by not drinking, I've had more. F- I'm a- I'm more fun yeah. not drinking. I noticed I go in myself when I
0: drink. Yeah, I'm. I listen. I I'm going to be honest with you. I, I used to have bad anxiety, man. I I don't know if I've ever been with you before where I've gone out and I and I used to say to people, I, I do get that.
1: I was yeah. t- t- Sorry to interrupt you, but I went out and <clears throat> my girlfriend was over, um, mm. over a club, and me and my pal was up solo about two weeks after I stopped drinking, three weeks after I stopped drinking. And she you went, know, I'll come in there. And I went in this club, and I'm ADHD like you. And what I've noticed why I drink, I've, not, I've learned so much about myself the last yeah. 61 days. But we're going into this club and um, I couldn't even speak. To there was so much people, people moving, the lights were flashing mm. and everything was moving. I was going... I couldn't even talk i couldn't even yeah. my
0: words i was like a fucking drip and normally the alcohol like. and the drugs null well, us down yeah. calm us down
1: well it's a muscle relaxant so we don't see the lights we don't see all the people around we can easily just they would get lazy out even our speechless. Yeah. so the brain gets lazy so we don't notice it all but yeah. being full aware yeah it really affected me and my mm. my, my good pal tano who's a who's a, a what do you call it he works in rehab and he's yeah. a head of nhs into addiction and when I come back from Portugal last week, I said, "Mate, I was out dancing on the tables, playing the guitar." I said, but after four hours, that's the ironicness of this. i end up with a fucking headache. I don't ever get a headache, mate. Me too. I, I had that the other day. Do you know what yeah. he told me it was? He what? told me when it's a thing, and not people with it's a thing you learn in alcohol when you start to become sober. Is that when you're out pissed, you're you're deleting all the senses. Your senses ain't taking all the lights, all the people. Like I just said, yeah. So you're focusing. Your brain's lazy. But when it's full aware, it's not used to that. That much act- activity. That so much. Fast, that much. Yeah. That much. For four
0: hours. Yeah.
1: So four hours of this, you're taking every strobe like every little light, every movement, every yeah. clothing someone's yeah, wearing. Yeah.
0: You're no, your brain's taking it. It's, it's on overload. But, yeah, but when you're drunk, it Yeah. I mean, just just to give you my my take on that, my, like I one thing's different when I, my my anxiety was when I was drinking like I I used to I used to think to myself because of my ego and fucking maybe because I'm a bit of a narcissist I used to think to to myself that my anxiety was because people were going to come up to me people were going to talk to me uh, or people were going to ask for a picture but what I realise now looking back on it my anxiety before when I was drinking on the the way out is I'd know I was going to get fucked up up, and my anxiety was how am I going to look if people come over to me how am I going to look in this environment what's going to happen am I going to end up coming home like I knew all of this stuff so my anxiety like now when I go out to events and stuff like I recently hosted the football at the O2 um, I didn't have any anxiety uh, uh, on the way there I had a bit of anxiety through it I was like I thought to myself well I wouldn't mind a drink and then I knew it was kind of time for me to go because I still do have that now um, but like the other day I went out with all the lads with Lee because his father recently passed away as you know and yeah. I, we went out for went to the pub and that I had an alcohol free beer and I'll tell you what all the boys said fuck me you're form." I was like having a laugh taking oh, a piss yeah. out of everyone da da uh, I don't remember being like too, well I, I, I was like that but I mean I was meant when I yeah, yeah, proper. I was fucking <laughs> yeah. mental when I was drinking. I was like, yeah. Woo, <laughs> fucking crazy. But um do you think ADHD has got a lot to do with addiction?
1: Yes. It's, I think we have something like eight or nine addictions, they say, in our lifetime. So we're normally addicted to sex, addicted to booze, addicted to puff, addicted to, you know, anything. It'd be even be fucking fitness. So, yeah. But if you think about it, it's obvious. Everything we do with an emotional charge, we hyper-focus. Yeah. So the old the goodness of ADHD, if you learn how to use it as your weapon, is that we hyper-focus. Yeah. So they say well, that we can't focus with ADHD, which is a load of bollocks. We can't focus on things that we don't connect to with an emotional charge. So if, you know... um if he was in a history class and talk about Second World War, to me as a kid, that was great. The pictures in a book were great. Boring. Yeah. My dad loved it because his dad was in it. I didn't give a fuck about it. Right? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't listen to yeah. the geezer going about the fuck. So I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't, uh, as he'd be talking to him, I'd be trying to learn. But it if it they were yeah? to talk to about
0: gangsters or yeah, something yeah, like that.
1: Miami Daly, gangsters, or boxing. You know, mafia, yeah. Or yeah. boxing, I would have been fucking talking everything in and I could, I could basically tell you everything he said word for word. Yeah. But I haven't got an, a choice and I've, yeah. I've got a choice which one I can do I've mm. got to have that connection and I find and with uh, with ADHD once we get a connection to something then yeah. we hyper focus
0: it's like me with comedy like yeah. I'm like, a, I'm like uh, my mind is going on it all the time but it's like
1: us with drink drugs yeah comedy i work, think i think I, I think
0: that the big one for people with i recently got diagnosed with adhd which wasn't a big shock to me but i mean the intensity of the 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 yeah,
1: fucking leg ain't stopped going i know, I know.
0: <laughs> but the uh like when i was i can remember actually i was filming mr kiss the film that we the next film that i got coming out i was filming it and i had my assessment online on zoom and i'd done my first pre-assessment with this independent um doctor Well, it's a woman and i had this first assessment and it was like half half hour 45 minutes and at the end she goes right okay so part of the assessment was the questions i was asking you but the other part of the assessment is a visual like me watching you and I said, so what do you think? Do you think I should go for the full assessment? Do you think I got it? actually? She said, one hundred percent. She said, you moved position eleven times, and <laughs> I was in I the mean, fucking yeah. travel lodge room. <laughs> so I was lying like that first of all. Then I was sitting on the bed. Then I was in the bathroom. She said, you even brushed your teeth while we were having this fucking meeting. I was like, what? She was like, yeah. And I remember you said. That. <laughs> yeah, and then so, but but my um, but but when they said to me about medication, I was like, well, look, I'm a creative mind. I'm a creative mind. We need to move to think. A lot of,
1: mm. lot of the greatest dancers and athletes. We need to move to think if we don't move remember when he was in school and said go sit still you try thinking you can't fucking think like we actually need to yeah. sometimes get our neurology moving for our brain to start
0: thinking. yeah and I believe I believe like uh, I've done a video this morning on my Instagram saying I was 50 days sober and on the video amazing on the, on the video I said um I said, I thought I was, I thought I was riddled with mental health issues, you know, anxiety, depression. I thought that, I thought that, you know, I had anger, I did have anger management problems, like massive mood swings, self-destruct, you know, fucking, it was the end of the fucking world. If, if on a come down, I had an argument with my missus, I'd be like, fuck you, fuck this. I was horrific, right? It was like the end of the world, like this, my abandonment issues and all that shit. Now that I've cut out the drugs and the alcohol, I don't don't feel feel any of that. no as long as I get up and I get my exercise in, in the morning, it calms my fucking ADHD down, I, I guess a little bit. But if I get my exercise in, I'm like, woo, check me out. I'm a yeah. fucking winner. Look how sexy I am. Go on Instagram, show people how sexy I am. I'm like, look how sexy I am in the boxing gym. Now watch how funny I'm going to be. But I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's, yeah. a men- it's, it's a mindset thing, isn't it?
1: But have you noticed, well, even like when you probably like your missus says something, if you was drunk, you can buy on stuff. Yeah. You actually notice when we're well, like, yeah, if if she's drunk and you're sober now, you probably noticed that. Oh, yeah, you I don't buy it. You just not go. Yeah, I mean something that goes, it goes. Yeah, over your head, doesn't it? But
0: something if you're drunk, you're on it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I was always either. I mean, this is another thing that I've learned, and I said in my video, like I I, I thought an alcoholic. I mean, I know, I don't, It's it's hard to use the term alcoholic because you don't want to, and or 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 uh, addiction and stuff like that. But and I think this is something that a lot of lads need to listen to. Is is that I thought if. You know, you'd have to wake up and be alcohol dependent or drug dependent daily for it to be an issue for yeah, you. Wow. Um, but for me, even though it was like two or three or one or two sessions a week, really, I was either drunk or I was hungover on a yeah. come down. Uh, and if you've got like ADHD or you have got underlying uh, mental health issues, like stuff that's happened in the past or any form of trauma, um you, you can't control your emotions enough. And like even down to little things. I mean, she still says it to me all the time now. When I make a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, because we've got like a white top. If I don't wipe it, you know, and it stains, it's like a pet hate. And she used yeah, to say yeah. to me, she used to say, and this is how fucking arrogant and 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 an asshole I was when I was hungover. She'd say. Fucking! I say, I bought the fucking kitchen. Like, shut yeah, up, man. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. Like, haven't I mean, you got nothing else to do? Now, now, like, just, just the other seconds. day, she did. I'm like, oh shit, sorry, man. Sorry, yeah, I will seconds. get it. I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and I'll take the piss out of her a little bit. But it's yeah. nice. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And like, now we that. laugh at it, or she'd be on eggshells a little bit, not wanting to say stuff. Do you know what I mean? I love that. Yeah.
1: Another thing about being sober, I think, is that you, it's nice to know if you do feel anxious, it's not because of a substance, it's not because of anything. It's because yeah. you're just sitting with yourself. And I found that hard as well. I found like looking back, I've had so many realizations and looking back at my life and taking ownership of all the times I've been a dick when I've been lagging. And I've got a lot of the arguments I've had with exes and lots of things, you know, in the past I've done and Mm. work opportunities are fucked up. Even my driving lessons as a kid, I didn't turn up to. When you look back, you have to sit with yourself and...
0: It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. But I think... That's
1: the first step. If you can sit with yourself, and that's what people don't want to do. Yeah. That is, I think that's one of the biggest lessons behind it.
0: Yeah. And I think that a lot of, uh, I'm going to put, I'm not sure what days I'm going to put this out on because I haven't started putting them out yet, whether I put it out on a Sunday or stuff like that. But Mm. if I was to put this podcast out on a Sunday and I've promoted it on my social media, I guarantee there's a lot of lads that have had a sesh over the weekend. The horrors. And they're going to have the horrors. They're going to listen to this. And um, it's a real vicious circle, I think, Rob, because. Uh, especially if you're going through something really hard in life at the moment, like f- uh, for instance, if you were going, say for instance, you broke up with your missus or your wife and you can't see your kids, yeah. right? Just as an example, there could be anything that you're going through. Say for instance, you can't see your kids at the moment. You're working hard all week. You've got no one to talk to nothing, you know, no what, nothing to do, you know, and, and you're like, you know, I fucking need to relax. And you think that drinking and getting on the session is going to relax you. Um, but it don't, it's like sticking your head in the fucking sand. Right. Uh, whatever 's going on around you, you can ignore it for a bit, but when you when you pull your head out of the sand, not only is it still going to be there it 's going to be ten times worse because yeah. you 've got the anxiety and the fear now and the depression and whatever fucking mistakes you 've made when you 've been uh, when you 've been yeah. drunk and stuff, getting out of that circle is the one of the hardest things, and for me, for me, you know the six months and thinking I could go back to it and not being able to and now being out of it the reason why I get up and I write my journal and I do my thing and everything is to remind me how good it is now and to stay yeah. in it but what advice would you give to anyone right now that's stuck in that loop in that negative circle?
1: Well, see, I look at things different now because of there's the new science, I ain't even new science, it's about fucking 12 years old now, the activating system, yeah? What is that? It's a group of neurons at the bottom of the brain that works as a filtering system so you, it's, it's what you focus on you become and you're going to see more evidence of it so you're going to see science and and it it takes information that you see and what's going on around you and and matches your belief system. So it's called a confirmation bias. If you read a book, we like to read things that we agree with, right? Um, That's what we enjoy to read and films like to watch. So, when, you, when your missus is pregnant with your first child, every fuck is pregnant. You see pregnant women everywhere. When you want to buy a new car or your dad buys a new car as a kid, you see that fuck, you never seen in the car before. All of a sudden, everywhere you go, you I'm see the cars. That's the reticular elevating system. What you f- focus on, you become. It's the oldest proverb of all time. So these neurons, we can reprogram. So your your neurons, are, they, these have all been set through your beliefs, your mum and dad's programmed them to you, your friends, habits by going out, getting drunk and whatever. Um, repetition can program it um but once it kicks in it runs in a subconscious program if you like but then the unconscious mind is this unconscious part of the brain keeps looking for the information for it to be true to work it out so it can be very destructive or it can be very mm. that's what makes you a billionaire or millionaire you know that's what you know mel robbins does a thing if you want to look on youtube called the number one habit billionaires make yeah and if you click it um on youtube you'll see it's, it's a it's a video about the reticulating system that's all she talks about and um, visualization um you know, as she says, if you close your eyes, you might feel stupid. Again, you've never done it before. You close your eyes and you visualize a goal. You might feel silly, but you know, don't worry. It's going to start to feel good because at the schooling system, take it away from us that visualization. It's all about academic work, which is all very auditory self-talk language. People say they're thinking, and 99% of the time, mean they've been thinking in self-talk. Yeah, mm. um, but we can think in vision. We've got other senses. We've got our five senses. So it is listening to words as well. The R.E.S. system. That's why affirmations are good, but. When you visualize for 20 to 30 days, you reprogram your brain. You actually rewire these neurons to to, fo- mm. to, to focus information. So for me, when people say, listen, it's an odd one because there's so many people out there um, who it works for. So I'm not taking it away. I don't want no one to try changing it. But if you're in AI and you're running for the program, you stick to it, mate. You've done well. you fucking saved your life. Good on you, yeah? But for me, just might be a bit controversial to a lot of addicts out there, but I don't agree with keep saying I am an alcoholic. And I'll tell you why. The reticular activating is fucking listening. So if you do six months, right? Mm. Without a drink, and you but you're going to say I'm an alcoholic now your body's out of the shock of the, of the alcohol, right? You ain't craving it. It's out your fucking system. It's abbot, yes? Yeah? It's all about the neurons and these neurons. It's an abbot, subconscious program. Now you're starting to change your program. Why do you have to keep identifying yourself in an alcoholic? Because what will happen is 100%. The minute you take that drink, if you do have a drink six months later, a year later, the minute you are, your brain's now programmed to go, I'm an alcoholic. Now what I'll do is get fucked. Yeah. Go and all pack it on, go and get a sniff. You start getting absolutely laggy yeah. before, you know, four days later, you're ironing bottles under the sofa again. and yeah. Because you've identified so you will be it will act as if you are so, so I'm yeah. not saying admit you're an alcoholic at the beginning but then once you go through that transition if that works for you start, yeah. stop saying it. start saying I am clean I am clean I am clean yeah I'm, I'm clean, clean. I'm...
0: Yeah. and if someone's sitting there now going right so how, what's, what What would be a good tip to immediately break the cycle to to visualise themselves
1: see it's a subconscious programme are are wired so Aina's Black and white is going, oh, you snap your fingers. Like I've, mine kicked in because of my RES system. If you Google the RES system, please everyone at home, you won't need a fucking therapist again, really, if you start analysing the RES system. You will do, but I mean, it's going to make your life so much easier. Um, what you focus on, you become. While programming, what happened to me is, yeah, I started visualising my app. I thought, right, I'm on it now. Life's got a fucking life, and I'm going to change the game. I've got my app coming out. My um, business partner, Ted Lula. Um, been working on it for since April. Um, it's got um, my manifestation journal in there, a digital version. It's got like a wall like Facebook on there where people can um, talk and, about mental health. It's got um, a meditation section, which is basically the whole app of fucking calms. Mm.
0: Um,
1: a motivation video section, a UMT section for mental health, and we're going to have a store and loads more stuff in it.
0: Has it been created yet? Yeah, it's
1: nearly finished. It's, it'll be finished in the mid- middle of January, but it's looking really good. Um, it's looking really good the content oh. so much content again that's what takes the time it isn't just a design we've got great app designers it costs what's it going to be called? I'm um, keeping that I, I'll put it out I tell everyone it's called the Manifestation app because the Manifestation but it ain't we're just waiting for the, um, the trademark on the name so I'm just going to wait keep for it that quiet yeah? yeah yeah but it's a good name um, but we're just waiting for the. It should be another week and we find out the trade. Well,
0: I'll ch- depending on well, when this comes out, if yeah, it's yeah, out, put I'll it put it right. in. I'll put Thank it. You. It's there. That's the name. If it comes yeah. out, that's where you can find it. It better not be dappers of prick <laughs> or something like that. But there it is. Yeah, go on, mate. So um, I was yeah.
1: visualizing this anyway, right? And this is on my kid's life. This is what happened. So I've been visualizing it. Six weeks kicked in, and that was six, seven weeks. And that was that weekend when I just got up and went, I'm clean, right? Mm. And I never had a craving. So I know it's my filter. i like the filter looks for information to mm. match what you believe, what you are, yeah? yeah? Sort of like what they call, talk about the law of attraction, this is the science behind it. So I woke up clean, never had a craving. That Wednesday, our uh, pal Lee says about, he had this, mm. he was visualizing, right? Because Lee listens to my visualizing stuff, and he went, well, I'm landing David Lloyd, I've had this vision about doing these pods, yeah. right? Brilliant. In a field, first of all, it's the first thing, Right? Like doing them in a the field like a retreat. And I went like, we're getting made, bum, bum, Do all the recording. I said, yeah, fucking, let's do it, Lee. Um, but then what happened in the meanwhile over time he spoke to his pal David Lloyd you know he's got a partner he's way up in David Lloyd the guy and Lee's told him his idea and the guy's like yeah I fucking love it let's put it in here so then I've had a meeting so on that Wednesday so that that day I've gone I've had that in the morning so that was so I stopped drinking Saturday morning whatever it was I think it was Saturday morning and then I've gone and met Lee but I'm thinking nothing of it right gone for this meeting at David Lloyd. Fucking phenomenal, this meeting. Yeah. Talk about these pods. I didn't realise how eye-up this geezer is in there. The woman's basically said, yeah, what we're going to do is... So these pods are basically the, the best massage chairs in the globe at the minute that we can find you. They've got 700 components, artificial intelligence, and they're going to massage every mu- muscle of your body um, into like a meditative state. So they help you get into what they call fetus state. Fetus state is when you're up to the age of seven. Their brainwaves go down from the... Um, to four to eight hertz. We were like eight to 16 at the moment, beta state where we're analytical. So the idea of hypnotherapy and, and relaxing the mind through meditation, mm. or whatever way you want to call it, it's all the same thing. It's because you're going to theta state. So now yeah. you're more susceptible to, to listen. When you listen to stuff, there's no analytical mind going, I believe in that or I don't. Mm. You're too fucking relaxed to give a fuck. It's just it's just sort of like yeah, yeah. brainwashing, if you like. So. The Chairs that are going to help massage and relax the body down into that state, you're going to have in a, They've got like, um, Herman, what are they called? Herman like, you know, earphones, I don't know what they're called. Yeah. The, speakers the speakers in there, speakers, yeah. Herman um, and um, Carmen is
0: it Herman Carman? and it's all your voice on there, my yeah?
1: voice is on there, yeah. And it's going to be all unconscious mind therapy talking through either anxiety because, like, Lee liked the idea because of men's mental health. Men don't speak, like, as you know, yeah. what you've created is amazing. We'll talk about later, but so. But you know, it's 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 for women. You know, to be fair, more women are user friendly to this sort of stuff. So we put it in David Lloyd, and you can have you can work on anxiety, depression, motivation. You could just go on the
0: screen and click yeah, what you, you want.
1: You Go in there, you take your book in, and then the, the yeah. lady will show you to the chair. She set the chair for you. You just lay back, close your eyes, mm. the music will start playing, put you into you know what I mean? yeah. I've got a lot of echo on my voice, so I had to go relax.
0: Yeah, yeah. Relax, relax,
1: all you know, that sort of stuff. But it's really good how we've done it panel here. So we've got all the That's crazy. So just... it's gonna take you into another another zone. But half hour, little half hour sessions to an hour sessions. Um, and it's going into David Lloyd Farnham on the first of January, the first one. Wow. wow. The second one is going into the Harbour Club, which I didn't know was owned by David Lloyd. That's a is, big one, isn't it? Yeah, Chelsea. It's like Stormzy and Hugh Grant will go there. So we're in there second. Then I think they were looking at Chigwell for the third one. And the, the lady at David Lloyd I met in the Harbour Club the other <laughs> week said, so once we've modelled three, yeah. we're going to get three modelled correctly. Make sure, you know, I said to her, let's go out slowly, make sure it's <coughs> correct. Mm. Once we've got three done, then boom, we're going to put it across
0: up and everything. Do you think, like, because I definitely, I, like, do you think... I definitely believe in this, 100%, 100%. Good things happen when you go sober.
1: 100%. And this, this is just what I'm saying. Be, but I believe the RAS system's made me sober through what, mine's a little bit different. As I said, I've been visualising. I think it stopped because this is how mad as this, right? This is, this was the...
0: Oh, so it stopped you before this happened? This it stopped, stopped it you drinking it in, happened? Yeah,
1: I stopped on the Sunday. Yeah. I went for this meeting that I didn't really think was going to be that big and I've yeah. got there it's turned out to fucking be worth millions and millions yeah. worth of fucking money over the next year. Um, and then once that yeah. all kicks in and then the day after I went to meet an investor who um, upped the ante from another investor for 80 grand on something yeah and then I think on the Thursday Mm. I've met my new girlfriend I've never had a girlfriend sober in my life and it's been the best fucking
0: time Mm. ever right And you better shag now
1: Fucking, it's getting quicker, and I, I get older. <laughs> no. See how quick I am now. Lightning.
0: <laughs> but that's mad because unfortunately for me, it was, it was, um, it was, it, it was, uh, 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 you know what happened to me, didn't you? In yeah. Bayer and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't want to go into too much no. of it because it's not fair on, on me misses, unfortunately, because I'm embarrassed there enough. But yeah. Um, for me, yeah. For me, it was like fucking massive fallout, massive bust-up, massive argument, massive fucking, you know, all hell's breaking loose and everyone's against me and all that.
1: you <clears> like Keith <throat> Richards when you're out the Stones, throwing TVs out the window. I oh, know, yeah. <laughs> Setting <laughs> but, guitars
0: on fire. But I'm... Um, <laughs> no, I'm I was, <laughs> no, it's true. <clears throat> and I don't know how many lads out there can relate to this, but I, I think I was getting myself in sort of a paranoid psychosis from the cocaine. Um, you know, because, you know, I, I wasn't doing it as much as I, I used to, but when I was doing it, I was getting heavy yeah. on it. Um, <clears throat> and I was falling into... These really dark sort of paranoid, um, you know, not like fucking thinking people are watching me and stuff like that, but thinking, oh, it's all going to fuck up. Everything's going to go wrong. So fuck it anyway. And, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, really, really, got, really going into it. That was. And the problem is with ADHD is that we suffer with
1: anxiety anyways. But this ain't this is different. This is where mm. things can get confused by a lot of therapists. If people out there with ADHD. Because of our dopamine level, levels, don't release as much. Some days we feel like a worthless piece of shit. So we're like yeah. bipolarish as well. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. I thought are, I was a bit on the, bipolar. We're on the spectrum, but we don't want to kill ourselves or self arm as much as you don't go down because they can just go really low and just. Yeah. But we do go low, don't we? Yeah. Right? It's a deep level. So we're either like king of the world, like, yeah. like you're dapper laughs, I'm up here and you're yeah. jumping about. Then you can get up tomorrow and you can feel like a worthless piece of shit. And that's without no drink, yeah. nothing. That's just like yeah. you can come down I mean, or I, feel a little bit anxious. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I've done about.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think that, um, I think that for me, definitely. So once, once I made, I mean, I had, I had an horrific like two weeks or, or a week or whatever it was when all of that was mm. going on. Um, massive realization that, you know, if you, you know, you got to give up again, which was hard. But, um, since then, like loads of great things that started happening for me again. If you remember last
1: time, everything just blew up. Yeah, Did you stopped drinking. Your world just went. Yeah, bad. it's you all up levels. Like <clears> at <throat> night, didn't you? Yeah,
0: it's all. It's like yeah, I'm acting, just Tim jobs coming. Yeah, everything's but but more importantly, like and this is going to sound really selfish and, and and probably quite controversial. Like I love my kids. I love. I got the two most beautiful little girls in the world. I love them to to pieces more than anything, and I love spending time with them but when I was drinking and stuff like that I used to get so impatient and frustrated with them like because I'd be hung over or you know or it would be in the way sometimes of my plans you know like if the missus said to me can you do the school run can you do this I'd be like fucking hell I meant to be going uptown or doing this and all that and um uh and uh you know and maybe i was short or i'd be quite quick to hand them the the, the ipad instead of playing yeah. with them and now fucking i do the school run every day the boys lee and that rip the absolute fucking granny out of me for it they call me a, they call me a i won't say what <laughs> they call me but but um i do the school runs you know my missus got a job i do the school runs um uh i'm, I'm with them in the morning with them in the, in the evening and i love it and it's just such a positive thing and i feel really proud for it so anyone that's got kids out there it's a massive incentive isn't it Definitely, well, hundred
1: percent. I look back. I had a few little moments looking back at me kids over me, over my life, and feeling mm. like, fuck, have I let them down a little bit, being pissed and that over the years? Yeah. I could have been there. I'm always with them, I not remember. I'm not yeah. a bad dad, but.
0: You know, that's the tough thing. It does you
1: thinking when you sit on your own. Like, yeah, I've, and that's what I mean. There's, a, I'm looking, I'm seeing loads of good signs. Like I've never been happier myself.
0: But there's regret. But
1: I'm also, I'm looking back now and having to sit with my shit and think, right, well, at least I can. That's the at least you can deal with it. then. Yeah, you
0: know? that's but, that. That that is the problem. That's one thing I will say to anyone about sobriety. That is the problem. It's like you can't. I used to drink every weekend. If I'd had a good week, I'm like, let's get on the smash. If i had a bad week, I'm like, let's get on the smash. And but
1: you find out, when people used to go to me I'm my mate Claire in Portugal. Yeah. She's been sober. She was a fucking savage. We used to go out. She was a fucking animal. (coughs) And we'd go out, get on here, and go on benders like 10 years ago. And she's been clean now for like six years. And she used to go, oh, no, it's the best thing happened to me. So sober. And I used to think, oh, fuck
0: off. Yeah, boring. Boring, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And... This is the first time in my life where I fucking see. Like, I, I love like, it. I fucking yeah, love it. I, love I love it. Going out, but and when I come home, get up the next day. On yeah, the but
0: I, I've got to be honest. Like the, 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 hard thing is, is first of all, first of all, you'll focus on, like for me, it was focusing on the first week, first couple of weeks, getting through it. Yeah, not, yeah. You know, am I for real? Am I going to do this? And then, unfortunately, when you can't hide from your thoughts with drunk, with drink yeah. and alcohol, um, I, I'll, I had a real deep, bad couple of days, or maybe a week of regret, regret. For my behaviour at my wedding, do you know what I mean? I mean, it was a good, great day, but I was smashed. It was a great day, yeah. Was, it was great, but I was smashed. You know, looking back, thinking, I oh, wish I wasn't so drunk, and you know, I wish I'd spent more time with my wife and more time with my kids instead of partying and whatever. And then suddenly, when you get past that, and then you start going back, and you look back at all the arguments, yeah, yeah. all the rows and everything, and you have but to, ownership, you have like to ownership, own it. Yeah. But once you get through each of them things in your head and you start, and like this morning I walked in after going boxing this morning and I said, oh, I'm 50 days today. And my missus was like, fantastic. Well done. Give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, And she said, she, you know, she said to me the other day, she like, I'm really happy at the moment. And I was like, oh, all right, sweet. This makes a lovely change from yeah. where the, the fuck, fuck you, you been. been yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's niggas to that? No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but, um, right. So let me, uh, let me get into a couple of things here. Let's see what we can find. um, I was going to say, what's your biggest achievement so far since you've been sober, but we've been through some of that. Um, Talk to me about, so talk to me about some of the people that come and see you. What do people come and see you for fear of flying Anxiety Anxiety is massive At the moment eh? oh, Don't really you say brilliant. to a lot of people Do you drink Do you do drugs That's got to be a massive cause a lot of course. people Come
1: to me for drugs as well Ketamine is massive I've got a lot of people For ketamine
0: puff Why That's mad isn't it The addiction oh, of ketamine That must fuck
1: them up bad got, But Ulcerated bowels All of them They're all in hospital With ulcerated bowels It's fucking mad Young girls Young boys like, it fucks them up. So it's because it's the cheaper, cheaper than Coke, isn't it? Yeah, I just I just love
0: the buzz. Those balloons, though, I used to like doing them balloons when I was in the club, like, woo, for a couple <laughs> of seconds. Yeah, that's it, but then it's gone. Mm. They give you that mushroom effect,
1: but that's the only thing. only thing I recommend that's good at the moment that is controversial is... Um, Microdosing psilocybin, which is... Im- yeah, you- someone
0: told me to do that but for but my ADHD.
1: Yeah, it's really good. But you can also get lion's mane, which is... I've been be, using that's that. Right. That's quite, it's all right. <clears throat> but I find that quite good. It still helps repair your damaged brain cells. It's really good, um, lion's mane. But the microdosing is really good. Like, it's really good for the brain. So, that, like, one microdose of um, mushroom is, say, like, 0.5 like a gram, I think it is in a the capsule. They're saying is taking people's anxiety away for up to a month. Now, it's not addictive like antidepressants. Hmm. There's no side effects <laughs> of antidepressants. Like you won't get, you know, the side effects of antidepressants yeah. is depression and anxiety, which is fucking nuts. And if you make That's a, fucking if, mad. What's if that? you make a drug to keep people addicted to, that's the way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, They'll they help your anxiety, but when the minute you stop, you, you get anxiety. anxiety yes, yeah, so you have to come off them so slow because the way the whole right. level works. Um, Fuck me. They, and they scar your brain. You get scar tissue where mushrooms don't. So the studies all around the world, this ain't Excuse me... me. People, I'm thinking, what the fuck's he on about magic mushrooms? But we're on about microdosing, yeah? yeah. They're microdosing LSD, they're microdosing studies on magic mushroom and mm. even mdna But you'll find that the way the hallucinogens affect the brain, a different region of the brain. So, so yeah, they like anything. If you take too much, you could do damage on imagining things and stuff. But microdosing is so good. We see that it. um Changes like all the neuroplasticity in the brain. So, we are we, our near our neurons and the way we all wire and fire and connect together, they take new pathways. So, that means we lose again, we're losing the way we originally feel about things, and people becoming ambitious again. Yeah, they could be like 50 years old, they start microdosing, they're getting ambition back in their life. And yeah, because we get like hardwired. Do you know, like as a kid, if I was <clears> talking to a um, into a, into your house eh? and you had a t- like, I'd look around as a kid and I'd see the tables they had like claws and I'd think oh look at them claws I'd notice everything as an adult because you're so used to doing so many things your you neuro associations you walk into an house you look where well, to sit yeah that's you it know, you'd fucking delete everyone's furnace <coughs> I don't even notice what's in their house but mm. as a kid you'd have been very very curious very aware and it's bringing all that back as yeah. well so the, the the results but again don't take my word for it go on TED Talks go YouTube mm. go on TED Talks type, it, type in um Magic mushroom microdosing—you'll see so many studies, mm. brain scans on TED Talks. So like these are the elite, you know, professors around yeah, the
0: world. Yeah, I, I tried it. I tried it. Um, my pal Mike—he—he he, he dropped me some off. I tried it for a little while. I found—I found—I found myself calmer, more like chilled. Mm. Everything seemed more colourful and you're stuff probably, yeah you're probably doing a bigger <laughs> too much <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. only giving you half a grand to
1: start yeah. Yeah. You just start like 0, uh, it, it you
0: anything. no I only had one time I only tried yeah. it once and then once and I was like fucking oh, hell mate yeah, yeah and, you uh, can't go work I was like, like if this is what I've got to be like this every That's day yeah. I was like what I, was like, I remember I was yeah. lying in the bath and I got all the trees and that outside I, looked, I, I was like lovely, the fucking it, trees are amazing yeah, mate I yeah, was going to cut all the fuckers down mate put a swimming pool there I can remember looking out and going like that and I can remember my miss going you right. I was like yeah man oh good I even thought my voice was getting (laughs) groovy you
1: release so much serotonin it's unbelievable you release loads of serotonin like near enough to the same level of ecstasy but the difference is when it comes down it stays a little bit above than what it was where ecstasy Mm. brings you down for a month Oh or fucking hate for a week hate pills mate days. that used to make but, me but the happiness side of it sero, the mm. serotonin level so if you take a microdose the next day you get up and you'll feel better than did yesterday you ain't gonna be hung over yeah so that's just that. why
0: do you think that the, the why did you think that the docs isn't that, don't use don't say anything because about it? because herb, it's herbal it's herbal they're gonna run out of it it's not pharmaceutical it's not like it's mm. not like a drug
1: they keep you addicted to either one tablet does it all how much are they gonna cost yeah fuck all cool. So, but they are, they are actually, to be fair, they're, they're, they are looking into it. Mm. I think the research is so big at the moment, but they will take <coughs> the psilocybin from a mushroom and turn it into a fucking tablet for sure. Brilliant. Um,
0: how are we doing for time? What how we, what are we on? Uh, we recorded forty three minutes. All oh, right, part. cool. We will do a little bit more. Um, yeah, I was going to say to you, any 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 change in your daily routine now that you're sober? Do you have do you have a routine? I'm I'm fucking hard on my routine, you know
1: man. What? I need more routine. I've I've got um. I'm very spontaneous. Routine mm. does my fucking nothing. To be fair, I like a routine, but I have to still be spontaneous with it. Yeah. Um. That be the department. ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I haven't. I haven't got. Um. Yeah. I just. Mm. Not really. I do. I work at the same time as do the same stuff. Mm. I've got so much on with me. I keep myself so busy. i got like, like yourself, I'll have nine things to juggle. Yeah. So if you know, lot like of people go juggle one thing, if you drop it, you're fucked. You're going to have to juggle. I've got nine yeah, things yeah. I drop four. I can still crack on. Yeah, I'm yeah, always got something to do. So I love myself being busy. So I mm. don't see what I do as work. So if I'm doing clients or so me am here doing a podcast mm. with you or after, you know, actually I'm on a prison visit after, but um, otherwise, I've always got something to do. And after that, I'll be recording. Mm. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing my, um, I've got my own little setup like this where I'm doing yeah. all the recordings for the app and the chair. Wow. So I don't stop. I'm just always yeah. up to something or, you know, mm. so I'm just active all the time. But what? As, the only thing I do routine, sell a lie, is my visualisation. That's my biggest routine is every morning when I wake up. So this is a good trick at home. When you wake up in the morning, when you're asleep and you're open, you don't open your eyes or you're walking to the wall when you're going for a piss, that's feet state, yeah? That's like a free download. Visualise and affirmate in that state. And one mm. thing I want to talk about affirmations, just because a lot of people get that ballsed up as well, is you've really got to be specific with a vision, with an affirmation, really. Because if you used to say, you know, you don't eat fruit, right? And you want to say, right, well, I eat apples. Mm. I eat apple. I, I like apple. I like apple. I like apples. I like apples. I like apples. I like apples. And you keep affirmating that to try to like apples. Well, your brain is going to go, well, hang on a minute, what fucking apple are you on about? Red apples, green apples, cooking apples, apple macintosh, apple fucking nah. apple watch, apple Wi-Fi? Yeah. It goes everywhere. So it's not really got that... that that tuned in vision. So yeah. if you, if you affirmate and you've got to have a vision with it, so then you've got to see the apple. You oh, I
0: like it. a green juicy apple. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: visualize that as well. So then you're getting your free mm. senses, which is called um, visual audio kinesthetic. I uh, think,
0: I think I've done this with my missus because she's like, she was a page three. No, I know you laugh, but she got nice bangers <laughs> and that. And I, when I was a kid, I was like, I love bangers. Yeah. And you fucking and married a boom. you Anyway, go. sorry, babe, go on, carry on. <laughs> No, but I think no, but I mean, I was yeah, yeah, page three every day. She was in it. She, went, I might, have, I might have said, mate, mate, bashed over. Her. Go, on. Go on, mate. Yeah, sorry. You me, down, you me down. No, but yeah. So what you're saying is, in the morning you do your visualization. It's the best. Yeah, that's time. the best thing to do.
1: I mean, that's a good little free download. I visualize in a day as well. Mm. If I'm with clients and doing some hypnosis, mm. sometimes I could just grab a little visualise there when I'm driving.
0: Oh t- I I'll tell you what I want to ask you about. Um because I I I, I recently done uh ov- obviously you you do hypnosis. We yeah, we done a little hypnosis. Oh, funny, we done a little hypnosis comedy show where we got we actually got my missus um hypnotised. Yeah. Um, brilliant. Robert's Rob, uh, Rob's brilliant. Um but you've got to bring them back, man, you've got to do yeah. the hypnosis shows. Um and he hypnotised them and then gave me control. And my missus was oh, there oh, and we brilliant. controlled her. We we told her to uh, do a drug deal with an alien and she was. She could understand what the alien was saying so, and all yeah. that.
1: Jelly <laughs> was giving stuff away and she was great. No, it was cool. And the other one was when I give you the. You had a
0: water pistol. Oh yeah. Every nice. time I squirted them, they yeah, had an the orgasm. orgasm. All I, these geezers, mate, were on yeah. the floor. I was going them and they were going. Oh. Oh. Like, and, <laughs> but worked. you could tell because they yeah. were hypnotized. That's actually the noise they make they making, when they come. Yeah. It was like cum yeah. faces a lot. It, I was squirting them all in the face and they were going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some women were just like, oh, I'm like, they're faking that.
1: But um, <laughs> The reason it, I stopped stop that, though, is not, I don't mind doing that again for charity. I'll do one with you again or whatever. <laughs> but I got to a point in my career years ago where I was in Portugal, and I, used to, I only learned it because learning learned about the mind. Like, I've got, like, Nichiren Buddhism tattoos. I've gone and studied all types of Buddhism, um, all types of meditation, just because I get ADHD and get fucking obsessed. Once I got into the mind, I wanted to learn everything. Mm. And um, the only reason I learned that was because it was the last sort of mind state I didn't fucking understand so I went and learned it but by that stage I picked it up within the first day I was out on the street putting people out on the street practicing and all that within a day so it was quite, it's quite actually easy to learn but um, mm. when I, was, I got to a point years ago where I was doing that on the weekends for fun so I'm giving people lines of hypno coke, right? Yeah. And then I'm helping people with anxiety and depression addiction. So people are going, "How do you trust this geezer? Fuck yeah. me!" So yeah. I, I, yeah. Had have you seen Have yeah. you seen
0: this clip of him making yeah. people <laughs> come <laughs> by squatting yeah, fucking water? Yeah. At all them. yeah. Yeah. So I had to go right, well, When we're going go yeah. so <laughs> to go? Yeah. Imagine that they've <laughs> seen that clip. They come <laughs> in your office and you yeah, go, "I'm just it. I'm just going to hypnotise you." You're <laughs> like, <laughs> "Fuck that! No, you ain't. I'm out of it. I'll be spunking all over your office. You ain't got a water gun in here, have you? Some might pay for it. You never know. But um,
1: but mm. yeah, no, I got out of that one live. Then I got, I, I thought, no, I'm gonna stay, stick to what professional, I like. yeah, a bit professional. more professional. But I do like doing them for charity, and that, yeah. you know what I mean. And, the, and again. Yeah, good fun, we I, had a good
0: laugh. Yeah, know. it was great. I actually, I went, I went away for a week um to to work on my well being and that. When I first decided to go sober, but well, this time, when uh, this time to kick off my sobriety, and I had done um happy ha- happy healthy sober um hypnotism with a lady there, yeah. and she hypnotized me, and it was fucking intense, man, because. She lied me down, and she was going through. As she was bringing me down, going through all the numbers and bringing me down, I was yeah. very aware that, that she was trying to hypnotize me, and I didn't think I was hypnotized this time because it wasn't like. I don't think you ever hypnotized me, did no, you? Never you never didn't. Go. You never didn't. Go. You, th- you think I'd, I'd be prayer. very easy because I'm susceptible? No, you said.
1: I think on the stage stuff, the stage stuff in hypnotherapy is different. Yeah. Mm. What a lot of people don't do these hypnotists out there. They don't understand the mind too greatly, so they, they understand little bits of trance and suggestion work. But that ain't always enough. There's deeper rooted stuff. There's, there's mm. subconscious programs. So, you know, sometimes the, the suggestion alone will work, and sometimes it won't. That's why my sessions are three hours long. Yeah. But um, with the hypnotherapy, when you take someone into trance, I've created the best inductions. I have took all the best inductions around the world, added more, and yeah. made it even more intense. So, I'll, the, the trick really is is that self dialogue. Now, when mm. you said you're still aware, to, you're still able to talk to yourself. Yeah, then you fucked. You ain't gone once I get you through that zone you talk to yourself later on it doesn't matter but you have to get him into that fetus mm. state where there's no mind there's no yeah because
0: I was but I did go under because but I was aware I was under it was yeah, very strange you don't yeah. go to sleep. people yeah.
1: have this illusion people go to me I thought I was I thought i go to sleep so i always make sure I'd you don't go to sleep because you're on telly I'll sleep you're Yeah. suggestion to sleep yeah. that's the stage stuff That still ain't hypnotherapy it's mm. more of a relaxed state, into yeah, state
0: yeah I was I was relaxed I you couldn't lift your arm. I, I couldn't move I, 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 was, I was thinking to myself go on move then open your lips if you ain't hypnotised I was thinking that to myself yeah. and I couldn't. And she went through this brilliant thing with me because.
1: was definitely in feet and yeah. in hypnosis. And she
0: went through this thing, first of all, where she filled out this questionnaire with me and she said to me, Why are you going sober? And I was like, Because I want to be a I want to be a better partner and I want to be, you know, I want to be a better father, you know, um, and I don't want to make the mistakes, same mistakes. Why are you doing this? But uh, and then she asked me to visualize. It's great. She'd mm-hmm. done visualization. This is before she put me on it. She said, visualise. How do you want to pick, pick a, a big event that's coming up soon that you'd normally drink? And I said, all right, my Leicester Square premiere to my film. She said, all right, what are you wearing? And I said, I'm wearing a black blazer. She said, how do you look? And I'm like, um, I don't know why. Am I drunk or am I sober? Because it's two different things I'm yeah, going to see, yeah. right? And she said, explain both. Well, if I'm drunk, I'm going I'm to look overweight, off me nut, embarrassed and anxious. If I'm sober, I'm going to be slim. Hair's going to be nice. I'm going to look the like fucking bollocks, mate. I'm going to be in a nice suit. I'm going to be... It's going to be my premiere, the centre of London. The press are going to be there. People are going to be papping me. It's going to be amazing. What she said, right, focus on that. And then when she put me under, she spoke about that. And she made me... Vision, uh, when I touched my fingers like that, that every time I touched my fingers like that, that image of me, the colour of the suit and everything, would come in. And uh, and if I got anxious about drinking or whatever, to touch so what my fingers... what she's
1: doing is she's doing anchoring, yeah? She's yeah. She's anchoring a state, so... Mm. Um, it's a neuro association what she's doing that one there comes from NLP Bandler and Grindler. so what you do is anchoring is if you close your eyes and you can I'll do it with boxers so like when I've worked with boxes in the past I'll get them to punch their chest and have a keyword as well so they'll have that's called a, a kinesthetic anchor so that's a feeling like that mm. and then also an audio anchor at the same time so that they said powerful so I get them to close their eyes think back to a time when they're in a fire previously or a sparring session where they felt really good, you know, when they're right, that their, their energy's up and they felt powerful. So then I'd just get them to get into there, see what they're seeing, hear what they're hearing, feel what they're feeling, these three senses. They'll bring that to more of life and then tap it, yeah, and say that word in your head and then shake it off and then do it again. So when they're in the ring and they start to feel fatigued, you fire a trigger and, and yeah. you can go. And it brings you back. It brings you back, yeah. There. So when I used to do marathons, I'd visualise trainers over the top of the crowd like that and then my feet would catch up. If you try to use energy when you ain't got none, you end up feeling like you've lost more energy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and but, you get anxious about yeah, not having energy. Not having it, yeah. yeah. So you've, got
1: to, you've got to trick the brain. So, anchors are really good, what you've done there. Yeah, it's really good yeah. practice and it's easy work. Mm. So, I do it. And it's also what Darren Brown does to manipulate people to think certain things. So, say if I said to you about that guy, you know, when we see, as we come coming outside, you see the geese with the yellow cap on. Yeah, yeah. Did you see him? No. With a yellow cap, you sure, no? So, so I wish I had that on camera. You're looking really confused right now. Right? So what I'll do is I anchored that state, yeah? And what happens is... I'm
0: worried <laughs> if I'm going to stop coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go on, oh, well, you ain't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but um, what happens is you, you, I'm putting confusion. on. But if I was to keep saying confusion, th- confusing things and, and touching you,
0: hmm.
1: um, without you knowing, like over the course of an hour... Whenever you, I, I got you in a conversation, I could tap your shoulder and your brain would just frazzle. Back. Oh, yeah, you go. Oh, yeah. he's confusing me again. Have you seen Darren Brown. We've done the thing called. Um, it wasn't the Quest. Which one was it, uh, was he it when it made him? Get, he got a geezer to admit to murder, yeah? What he never done. And basically, he hypnotized him. He, he knows his summon He takes him out in the field, lays him in the blanket. That it makes that as a murder scene. When the geezer comes round, he walks back to the house. But in, in the week, it, during that week, when he comes into the house of all these people, there were actors in there, but Darren Brown's got the earpiece in. And he
0: tells them to say things, yeah, to plant seeds.
1: But he goes, yeah. keep touching this. So they'll go, they'll be standing in the conversation, that was a bit out of order, mate. And they go, What? He goes, Well, you didn't need to say that to her. She didn't say anything. I never said anything. The other guy goes, well, yeah, you did, mate. You said this. And he goes, mate, you did. Are you feeling right? You just said that. And they it's conf- wow. confusing. Yeah. And then they're at a dinner table. As they're sitting, he turns his back, they switch the meals over. And, they, and he looks back at his dinner and he goes, oh, he's got me food. And they all these actors going, are going, what are you on about? He went, I've had chicken. He went, mate, we've seen you eating fish for the last... Or pork for the last 10 minutes, whatever, yeah. So yeah. he's like, so they keep doing these things, like, mate. you was eating pork, yeah. yeah? So they keep confusing and anchoring it. But when they're in the police station at the end, when he's getting confessed to murder, they're going, You did, it, didn't you? I just admit it, you did it. Tell the truth, we know that you did it. And as soon as they anchor the brain, he's going, you can see when he starts crying, he's going, Yeah, I did, I did, and that confusion confusion oh, the murder. But then Darren Brown comes in, they gate, liberty though, the of the Yeah,
0: but,
1: and he's done another one where he fires the trigger. Have you seen it? Does one called the hoist? Oh, when he makes someone rob saying. Yeah, but watch what happens, he fires a trigger, he fires an audio trigger. Michael Jackson plan in the car. It's part of you watch the session. Yeah, they it puts a truth. It's so in the easy music. to
0: manipulate people's minds, yeah. isn't it?
1: So when I used to do it in sales, what? I used to work in sales. I would go to someone. How you doing,
0: Danny? Looking good, son. You so fucker, mate!
1: I <laughs> <laughs> no, want this show we got on the podcast.
0: <laughs> he goes new podcast sounds yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant.
1: But what you do is you can do that in sales. You can yeah, okay. They're me looking welding. Like a little bit later, they tell you something that they're proud of. You go, that's brilliant, mate. Yeah. Well done. And if you do that like over the course mm. of days or an hours or whatever. The minute you touch someone's show, they release serotonin. Hmm. So if I was going to look at this product, as long as you're doing it with good, yeah, yeah. good you know, you're selling the good products, go, yeah, yeah. you know, look at this. I think you could do well at this. Yeah. They got go, yeah, I'll have it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're more likely to say, you've got oh, more. now Mike, I ain't
0: been learning something all, all the time. Um, <laughs> you will give me a discount on this podcast space. <laughs> um, Alright, well listen, that, that about wraps us up, but I wanted to, uh, I just wanted to bring Rob onto this very early on in this podcast journey, just because um, uh, Rob's a great friend of mine, uh, the stuff he does really helps, he's helped a lot of people around us, around me, um, and Rob, where can they find you online, mate? com at Robert Highsey, that's
1: spelled H-I-S-E-E on Instagram, and Facebook and yeah that's it and also the manifestation journal I've got out yeah that's I love that journal, yeah. so that's what i a look and, at. and, and uh, do you still do one to ones with people yeah under hypnotisman.com you better go on there and find out I do one to ones I'm still Brilliant. flat out doing that so 10%
0: commission look. for anything that comes from this for me yeah good <laughs> <night>. <laughs> you don't
1: want that really <laughs> <Yeah. don't
0: you? laughs> <laughs> alright listen thank you Robert I love you man keep up the good Have work you soon, and uh, thank you, man, as usual please share share this let me know in the comments who you'd like me to who else you'd like me to get on if there's anyone as inspirational as Rob uh, we'll get him on here and uh, yeah good luck on your journey whatever it may be thank you just, just a minute just just a minute just a minute to